0: You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hey, Kent. It's Darius, also known as Maple Leaf. Uh, So my main question is, why do you think there's still so much hype behind... Uh, Jamstack, static site, and and so on. And I know we've like gone over this subject a lot in the past. And I know you're a big advocate of remix, but i been thinking a lot about it, and because especially since I still get like Jamstack emails every now and again. So when I whenever I make a make or work on an app that works with like data that's live and frequently changing and stored in a database, uh, the client-side rendering route basically makes you like pull in a data loading library like React Query or SWR. And same seems to apply for a static site gen if you're not literally generating everything statically, which I doubt is the case for everybody. And for this case, I found it simpler to just use form submissions and then redirect from the the server. And then you don't have to manage loading states or like invalidate caches after a mutation or any of that. You can just have a submit button and then it just goes to the new page and the data is just updated. Or you can just have a link that goes to the page that you need to go to, like my logout button, it just links to logout. And the server just clears the session and then redirects back to login and I'm done. I didn't have to manage any loading states or do any manual history pushes or anything like that. And then I realized this is really reminiscent of how Remix does this. And You're probably thinking this right now, like this is literally Remix. And this, what's cool though, is that this still works outside of Remix. It's just a cool way to like make websites. You can do this with Next.js or Blitz or, whatever else. And I opted for next.js for this project for the sake of using something more stable and feature complete, but it was Remix that made me realize I could do things this way. And all that aside, the only decent case for SSG I can see is like personal blog folios, as I've called them. And anything else that isn't like completely static content, like a big wiki, just seems to fall outside of that. And I figured maybe there should really be like more teaching and more articles over using forms instead of Ajax everything, Ajax probably still has its cases. But like, I think people just lean too quickly into doing it for everything and then putting that burden of loading state and invalidation management on themselves when they don't really have to. And like, it doesn't work for all cases. There's still the page refresh and Remix aims to fix that. But maybe other tools should add their own enhancements on top of forms. Like Next.js could also add a form component and other frameworks as well but it just doesn't seem like there's any interest in doing that, which is weird because this way of like doing data mutations just feels better in a lot of cases, or maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. What do you think? That was the call. Here's what Kent had to say.
1: Hey, Darius. Uh, Yeah, I am super on board with you on this. Um, So like, Honestly, I don't know. I, I can tell you my own story behind this, um, why I got into static site generation um, so much. So, um, when I first started getting uh, started being um, you know software developer, the company that I started at was Domo, and um, I don't I, I wasn't really involved in the deployment and everything, um, and, but we were a very very heavy client side application, um, and so we we just hit our, our, our internal endpoints and stuff. And it worked out really nicely. And when I moved on to the next company that I worked at, um, we were very much a server gener- server side um, with uh, JavaScript sprinkled um, on top sort of thing. And we used JSPs with Java. And boy, did I hate that so much. That was so hard uh, to work in for me as a uh, somebody who'd only really done any uh, like front-end stuff. Uh, I guess before Domo, I had some internships where uh, we did some uh, server rendering with, with JavaScript sprinkled on top, but like, it's just a terrible experience um, to work inside of uh, like two different languages. And I, I guess maybe this is why Rails is going with their uh, turbo stuff and whatever, um, because they just don't wanna have to write JavaScript because they're used to writing uh, Ruby. And it's just really annoying to have to switch back and forth between these two languages. Um, And uh, yeah, so I think for me, when I uh, left that company from the JSP world and went to another one, I was just thrilled that we were just sticking JavaScript files on an S3 bucket. And it was like, thank you, hallelujah, finally. Uh, And it was just the deployment story was so much easier for me um, because I was 100% client side, I did nothing on the server. Um, and so deploying that was just, you know, you upload to an S3 bucket, you've got some APIs, you hit those and, and everything works out nicely. Um, and so, yeah, the but the drawback to that, of course, is this is, um, this is totally client rendered. So as soon as you, like the first thing that you see is a spinner uh, when you load things up because we gotta go load the, the user data. And um, and so that was kind of the nice thing about uh, switching over to Gatsby for my site um, for my personal site was now um, well and my per- like my what did you call it developer portfolio or blog folios? Um, yeah, that was basically what my site was. Uh, and so I didn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of data to load. Um, and so that ended up working. But at, um, at PayPal, when I was working on PayPal me,, um, it uh, we were rewriting it and we were evaluating Gatsby and realized very quickly that this would just not be possible um, with Gatsby because we have millions of users and the um, like. You cannot generate millions of pages with Gatsby. I'm sorry, uh, even with ES Build, that would take too long. Um, so, um, well, I don't know. ES Build is really fast, but uh, still pretty positive that would take too long. And that's just like a silly amount of uh, of files to to generate. So yeah, big waste um, to do static site generation for uh, that situation. So it worked for my blog folio, but um, it uh, anytime like even on my my current website, so I'm still working on on the rewrite uh, in remix. but with the the Gatsby site, Uh, I had the workshops page and I wanted to load the tickets for uh, if we had any open workshops uh, that were open for registration. And so, yeah, if you go to the workshops page and I have open registration, you're going to see the registration info loading like a little loading spinner. um, And then it pops into place if there is something there. Super annoying experience. and, And it's the best that you can do with Gatsby unless you want to rebuild Anytime time uh, that data changes, which of course I don't want to do. Uh, and so that was uh, super frustrating. I, I couldn't do um, my like, yeah, just basically any time you have any data that could possibly change, uh, you have to either rebuild or you show the user loading. Uh, and so uh, recently I tweeted um, SSG equals spinner site generation, <laughs> because that's exactly what it is. Unless everything on your site is static, then um, anything that you're going to request you're going to put a loading spinner in that, that spot. And that's not a great user experience, it's just not. Um, and and maybe the thing that you're going to request takes a really long time. And so you, you have to have some sort of pending state uh, displayed with, um, with Remix, you can uh, you can do that in a really reasonable fashion and uh, remix has a lot of really cool things that you can um, put in place to start preloading things as you think that the user is going to uh, to do certain things so you can even potentially get rid of those loading spinners for the things that take a long time as well so um, yeah i i think the reason that static site generation got so hyped up was because the deployment story was so easy. At least that's what got it, it got me so excited about it. Like especially when we had Netlify now and like that, you can't get easier um, than deploying with Netlify. Um, sadly I guess it, I, I wouldn't say that it's the easiest thing in the world but uh, my goodness it is uh, of all things that you can do out there uh, deploying on Netlify is just so simple uh, and deploying my Remix site has been a lot more complicated uh, in part because I've been kind of over engineering it I want to deploy to multiple regions throughout the world and everything um, so it would be a lot easier if I was just like throw this up on on a single server in in a single region and, and uh, <laughs> all my problems would be over but um, I I get a a lot of performance gains uh, by deploying multiple regions. Um, So, yeah, it is a lot more complicated to deploy, but... Um, my the user experience is way better, and my new site I'm able to do so much more uh, really cool things uh, that I never would have dreamed of doing with Gatsby. Not only from the user experience standpoint of um, throwing spinners all over the place, but also um, just because Remix makes it really easy to do <laughs> to do stuff just in general. Um, and so yeah, it's it's been really awesome. Anyway, yeah, the the hype around Jamstack and SSG like there's a lot of marketing, a lot of fun going behind those things. Netlify has done a ton. Gatsby, their entire business model depends on this uh, being successful. I'm not sure exactly why Next.js has uh, jumped on this bandwagon. Um, I guess they just really like the serverless thing um, uh, for their API routes and stuff. Um, But yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like what you're talking about, um, by, you know, using regular forms and stuff. The, that's like one of the cool things, uh, about Remix. This may even be their tagline, I think, but, uh, they say build better websites sometimes with Remix. So you being inspired to, uh, to take some of the things that you learn from Remix and, and apply them to Next is exactly, I think, what part of the goal of, of Remix is. They just want people to build better websites in general. And, uh, actually there's a, uh, a package that Stephen or uh, Stefan um, recently released called um, Next Runtime or something like that. I'll, I'll look it up and, and stick it in the description of this episode. Um, but uh, borrows a lot of really cool things from Remix. Uh, he, he'll, he'll never be able to do like nested routing and stuff, which makes uh, Remix really awesome. But that wasn't his goal for this. This package uh, he is intended for people who can't Use Remix for one reason or another. They, they can't like migrate everything over, but they want w- at least one of the niceties of Remix, and, and that is uh, being able to post to the current route and stuff, doing more server side stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know why Next is, has just leaned so far into this. Uh, I see tweets and recommendations from them about like um, doing things in a Jamstack way that are obviously worse for users. They just do it on the front end. Like, one example of this is uh, checking the cookie on the client side to know whether the user is authorized to see the page and redirecting if they're not. And, like, why would you do that on the client to just do that on the server? I don't know. Maybe, like, get server side props is a little bit more limited or something. I'm not sure. But I think that Stefan's um, package might help with this a little bit. Um, So, anyway. yeah, SSG, I'm super done with it, way done. Uh, all of the benefits that you get from SSG, even for a, a blog folio, um, you can have those same benefits with Remix. Um, and, and deploying Remix apps also like doesn't have to be really complicated. You can deploy it to Netlify, uh, serverless functions and all of that, that goodness. Um, and eventually they're going to have uh, service workers support. So even if you want to do fully client-side, uh, you'll have that. Um, to like, you can do Remix to completely in the client, um, and there are a lot of benefits to doing uh, to just using Remix um, beyond like the fact that you have a server. So if you really do want a fully client-side app, uh, you still still get Remix. Um, and, and then what's cool is like you change very little of your actual code to uh, account for which uh, place you you send your code. So you could start with Service Worker and then say, hey, you know what, I want to Put this on a, a server, and so you could deploy to Fly, like I do, or you could even put it in uh, in a Cloudflare worker. Eventually, I know is another target uh, that they've got. So uh, that's another really cool uh, cool thing about Remix. So anyway, uh, SSG, I'm super done with it. Um, I think it it, uh, it we only did it because it was hard to deploy stuff. Now it's a lot easier to deploy to deploy stuff. And um, if you really care about the user experience, I think you're much better off going with um, with remix uh, or with not SSG. So, um, I think that answers most of your questions. So hopefully that's helpful and interesting. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for the question. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: This has been the call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdodds.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdodds.com slash calls.